From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. James tweets, overhyped Aaron Rodgers. He's only won one Super Bowl, might be a completely insane 9-11 truther. I can't stand how people are constantly calling him great. That's going to be a hard pass from me. Stone? J-E-T-S, Now, you can be... You can be a great quarterback and also be an insufferable, terrible 9-11 truther. That may be true. You can be both. It pains me to say, but you can be both. Uh, preferably not. Just like Stetson Bennett can be a Heisman Trophy finalist, but also a privileged little creep. You can be both. Overhyped. Someone or something... Completely overhyped. Victor Wembinyama, I'm going with him because Adrian Wojnarowski dropping a most significant prospect in the history of team sports. Can we just can we just hold on for a moment? Kevin in Lake Worth on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Kev? How we doing, guys? Good, man. All right. So, first off, a couple is like two or three. That's a couple. So, it can extend uh, to three. It, it doesn't have to be two. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah, two to three. All right. So, yeah, That's I have weird. some personal contacts when it comes to the sets and Bennett stuff. So I went to Florida Gulf Coast University okay. for six years and uh, did not, do not have my degree. Mm. Now, I would tell you Were that— Were you a Heisman Trophy was, finalist? No, no. I, I got context here. Uh, I, I wish I could tell you that it was because I was, you know, studying my butt off, but it was more just because I wanted to play intramural sports <laughs> and to take full advantage uh-huh. of Fort Myers Beach during spring break. Nice. Uh, which That's I, the only reason I get why it. I was there. I get that. Uh, like, but like for six so, years, Fort Myers Beach. Like, why didn't you just transfer it to a school in South inter- Florida and, and have all sports. year? And intramural Dude, don't sports. Don't forget the intramural yeah. sports. But isn't there intramural sports yes. in South Florida? Not a, not like a Florida uh, Gulf Coast. That's okay. No, yes, exactly, because we actually beat FAU in all of our... Uh, oh, now you get getting personal. There's no reason <laughs> okay. to get like this, Kevin. Hey, you brought it to us first, okay? <laughs> and then, uh, so you're telling me that Stetson Bennett can be on the best college football team, right, and uh, where he, he, he only has to do the bare minimum of work. Like, literally, that team will win with or without him right. and be treated like a god for six years. And not get his degree. I just got student loans to live a much lesser life than he is. So yeah, I am taking that life every single day of the week. All right, I got the student loans and my parents' shame to prove it. Congratulations. Now this also, yeah. like, I would and appreciate the call. Uh, I suppose congrats on the college um, and the parents' shame and the parents' shame. But Kevin makes a good point. Like, he has the student loans and the parents' shame. <laughs> And he went to six years at Florida Gulf Coast to play intramural sports and accomplished basically nothing. I have except had a questions. good, it was a good time of his life. Yeah, you don't know right? what he accomplished. I right. have a lot of questions, but like, when I find you in a bar in Lake Worth, I'll ask you. But, but Stetson Bennett, like, yeah, he had school completely paid for. And you're at Georgia. You're the star quarterback. Surely there's enough of a support system where you have to do the bare minimum in class to get your degree. Thank you. Like, just take advantage of that. You can go 
uh, and and do keg stands mm. and knock on people's doors and quarterback away while others are doing the legwork uh, for you academically. You don't have to lift a finger and you get your degree. You couldn't even do that. Come on, man. You're coming to my side now. This is what I had said. But this is I never disagreed with you. Yes, you did, Ken. But this is why I like I I applaud him for taking advantage of the system at this point. Like, do it. You are a star at a top college university. Free ride, get everything you want, enjoy it. It's probably the the sweetest thing he's going to have his whole year. You can enjoy it and still get your degree. Again, do you think that at Georgia, the professors are going to get on him for not showing up to class? There's no way. You think at Georgia, Kirby Smart's going to sit him? Because he didn't go to class? In a sense, Stetson's paying their paychecks. If you, I mean, they're not, but at the same time, like, you know. Like, mm. so it's embarrassing Stetson Bennett didn't get his degree. <laughs> yes, it I is. would love to be that teacher that sits him out or like suspends him because he didn't do an assignment. It just doesn't happen. But at Georgia, I would love to do that. But, but at Georgia, like, I'm sorry. Like, that just makes you, if you're that professor, that's a look at me, Louie type of move. <laughs> and that's exactly what I would do it for. Hell like, yeah! That's like a that's the equivalent of a, like an Instagram influencer like showing some cleavage just to get a, little, a couple extra clicks and more attention. And guess what? It gets you more attention that's and more lame. money. That's so you lame. know what? Boss move. That is totally you know, lame. My mind went running so fast when you had mentioned Heisman <laughs> finalist in a uh, privileged little creep. I you know I didn't want to bring up Deshaun Watson, but I was like, you know, yeah, plenty of people can do it. You can nope, be a Heisman nope, finalist nope, and a creep nope, at the nope. same time. Yeah. Nope. And he got his degree, I think. <laughs> I think Deshaun Watson got his degree. So no matter how you think about him being a, oh, I don't know, a serial alleged criminal. Um, a terrible human. He uh, he got his degree. Yeah, he did. Stetson Bennett didn't get his degree. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, I think, got his degree. Could you double check that? I guess if you just Google Deshaun Watson Clemson degree. Um, Stetson Bennett couldn't bother to get that. But just because, little creep. just because you have a... Fancy piece of paper. It doesn't mean you're better than everybody. Shout out to our boy. Got his degree in communication. Not your boy. Now, not granted. our boy. Oh, whoa, 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 I, no, whoa, no, no, whoa. No. Now, I can say this, though, as someone who got his degree in communications. <laughs> the same. It's a fake degree. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? Don't do that. Uh, that's a, You got a de- communications degree? You got a communications degree. I have a master's degree, so you're not got a, You're not got a master's, though. Like, we don't have a master's. I'm an MBA in global management. I'm, I'm not signing off on that statement you just threw out there. Is I can't communi- do it. Is a communications degree a real degree? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Not only that, Stone, I had a specialized communications degree. My major was in sports broadcasting. Nice. Nicely done. So That's my, a lot of hands-on stuff. Mine was radio television. My, That's so much more uh, like applicable than sports broadcasting. I think mine's media. a little more vague than both of y'all's. Public communication. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, even know the, the real With stuff. a minor in sociology because it was just an extra What is class. that? Public communication. Do you get the degree just by walking up to people on the street and saying hello and communicating with them? Very well. Might have been a little more difficult for me, you know, speaking two languages. <laughs> yes, yes. But I did You overcame it. a lot, yes. Exactly. Um, and uh, it fulfilled my, I didn't know at the time, need to go out and enjoy South Florida. So, uh, I will say, a communications degree, more legit than a psychology degree. Ooh. Oh. Well done. Well done. Well I, I, I done hope there. somebody com- comes in and yells at him. Is a communications degree a real degree? Is a psychology degree a real degree? Let's, let's, should we throw this? Now I'm going to get really mean. 
arts degree. Oh, I, an I, arts I, degree. I, I think a communications degree is arts. No, 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 no. Like arts, like like physical arts. Oh, like, oh, oh. Yeah, not like science and arts. No, but like because arts, arts and crafts. At yeah. FAU, public communications under the the College of Arts and Letters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be very large, but I'm looking at if your degree says, yeah, I got a BA in arts, what you doing? <laughs> That's a How great you doing? one. Yeah, how's life? Uh, <laughs> what's the realist of these three fake degrees? Communications, arts, and psychology. 888 3776 888-760-3776. Make it a Twitter poll. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. I'm actually curious what Kevin and Lakeworth was majoring in before he decided not to get his degree and spend six years taking student loan money from the United States of America to play intramural sports at Florida Gulf Coast. Yes. What what major was he striving for that he never got? Um, uh, Let me tell you. Speaking of degrees, if you want to actually make something of yourself, a non-fake degree, a very real degree, one that's actually going to help you. No, it's not psychology. No, it's not communications. No, it's not arts. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That's actually a degree that employers will see and say, ah, yes, they put the work in. They know what they're doing. They're employable. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, since the year 2000, they have been putting their students in the sports industry. This is your path, your red carpet. This is the way to the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Zach Lowe of ESPN, an exhaustive piece last night uh, from the NBA draft. He was in the actual room where they select the ping pong balls last night. And so the way that it works is they don't just put, uh, if you had a 14% chance, three teams had a 14% chance last night based on the record. They don't put 14 ping pong balls into a uh, a, a little vat or whatever you want to like call lottery. it. Like the lottery and it pops up and all that stuff. They eventually do that, but what they do is it's a bunch of numerical codes. And so... Um, it's an eight-page sheet that the NBA provides one representative for each team. And so the teams with the greatest percentage of chance to win the NBA draft lottery get X amount of these four number codes. And then obviously as your your percentage decreases, you get a lesser number of these codes that apply to you, and that's how they organize this entire thing. Um, so apparently like the Spurs were so lucky last night they actually, within the top 14, their code, one of their codes was called three different times. That's just the type of night that the Spurs <laughs> had. Like, they were going to have a good night regardless. They ended up getting the number one pick, but then these numbers tried to give them, like, the number four pick and the number, like, six pick because there was just a ton of Spurs numbers. But actually, the Washington Wizards came one number away, one single solitary number away from getting Victor Wembenyama. Oh. The Washington Wizards came one number away from getting Wembenyama, but it was the Spurs who ended up getting the right code. So I thought that was a really good insight in what that is. And all those representatives that are sequestered inside that room while the television show is underway, so they can't communicate or te- their phones are taken away, all that stuff, so they can't tell anybody on the outside. So it's a complete surprise to everybody on the outside. So I just thought that was really, really cool. And there's no way to to rig it 
because all fans want to say rigged, rigged, rigged. There's no way because you've got a representative from each team watching this process unfold right in front of them. So Zach Lowe went on to do a whole bunch of other reporting discussions from GMs about how to fix tanking, how to fix losing for playoff position, that entire thing. But, and there was like 15 different pieces of information, just great reporting from Zach Lowe. At the very end, though, of his reporting in this piece he put out today on ESPN.com, this is, and I apologize to Zach Lowe for this on, on Twitter, the story of all of the great reporting he did, insight, in-depth work he did last night, the one thing that stood out to me most was his final bullet point of his story today. There are a small number of coaches pushing for the return of dress suits on the sidelines, sources say. They appear to be outnumbered by Team Casual. Those same sources said. Why did that stand out to me? I don't understand how if you went from team, from wearing a suit on the sideline to being able to wear a polo and dress pants, why you would ever want to go back to wearing a suit. Wearing a suit is one of the single worst things as a man I'm expected to do for a big event. I hate suits. I hate how sweaty I get in them. I hate how if you travel with them, you have to do all these different things to make sure they don't get wrinkled. And if your suit does get wrinkled, you've got to bring it to a whole ass dry cleaner. And then I hate ties. I hate the amount of time it takes to get it tailored and then to get dressed and the whole thing. I hate suits. I can't believe that there are NBA coaches that want to go back to wearing suits. What are you thinking? So I personally love when my man dresses up in a suit. It is so hot and attractive. And I'm like blushing right now. It is the so easiest you find, way to get my you attention. You find guys in suits are hot. Like skinny tie, fat tie, bow tie. No, 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 if no. you say bow tie, I'm going to get angry because bow ties are for the losers. No, 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 no. It is important to have a well-tailored a suit. The suit has to fit you well. But there are a few things in this world that I enjoy uh-huh. than my man in a well-tailored so, suit. So let me ask you. So like, uh, you know how, how Trump, his suits, like his pants, uh, they, they're like baggy. He's got, like, Junko uh, suit pants. That wouldn't do it for you. It's got to be well-tailored. No, and there was one guy that— Don, Don, for all of his money, how does Trump not have a good tailor? No, it's just— Those the, suits just hang off him, It's man. just a 2000 swagger. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like he went to Macy's, and then he's like, this will fit. And he puts it on, and he just drags his, his pant fabric behind him. Sir, would you like me to hem those for you? Nope. nope, nope. I love them the way they are. You know what, though? That's, I'm comfortable. If you're Trump, that's like a baller move. You're uh, like, for sure. I don't need to get this tailored. I'm Trump. You know what? Good call. <laughs> right. But no, there is one guy that I was dating. We went to a wedding together, and he put on his, like, what, his suit on first? He was like, what does it look? And I was like, you can probably get it tailored here, 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 here. You got it tailored. It would look like a completely different man. And it was fun. I'm somewhere. I'm somewhere. I hate suits so I, much. And, and, and I Ken, love them. I, I think I want to. I, I want to. I, I almost said get inside, Ken. Here, I kind of want to just kind of break, <laughs> break break this down a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, hello. Because I stand. I, I stand somewhere in the in between. Okay. Because I, I'm jealous that I can't look the way I want to in a suit. 
when I see your a man, your body isn't, no. and, and so is yours. So right. No, 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 we're no, a no, little. No, 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 no. You guys haven't found the right suit. I, and I understand that, but at the same time, but like I'm very petite. Yeah, it, it's very it, hard. It, it is the figure because I get all of my stuff tapered and hemmed. I love showing that ankle. Love showing the no sock look. But I'm uh, just, that's a good look. I like that look. But I'm, we're just me and Ken. We're kind of too short to pull yeah. it off. Like no, right. no, no. we we look boxy in the top pieces. Yeah, like there's, there's, yeah, yeah. So so I, I I love a suit. I love a good suit. I'm just jealous that I can't look the way I want to in a suit. I know a lot of guys out there feel the same way. But you not gonna two, hate on a suit. You two are short kings. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Let me tell you. I can be a short king and not look good in a suit. <laughs> I <laughs> right. have seen some short, stunting, beautiful kings in a suit. Yeah, and I, and I think the short guys they wear it tight, right? They they kind of you can see the definition, and like you know what I mean. Ken, just we're not those guys. You, you guys, if you find the right suit, could absolutely. But, we're short but, princes, like we in a suit, we again, just can't pull it off. To the bigger point, suits suck. It's so much work. It is a lot of work, and I hate that our society, like we we judge we judge men, and I guess women too. Uh, how powerful uh, they are, uh, the the success they emanate based on the suit that they wear. I love that. I, I think that I should be able to walk around in a V-neck T-shirt, all right, and uh, some Adidas basketball pants and a hat like I do every day because I'm like a cartoon. I wear the same thing basically every single day. Yep. You do. Uh, I've got a closet. It's like a cartoon. There's just the same stuff. Like SpongeBob. Uh, right. Yeah, I, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I dress the same way SpongeBob does or Bart Simpson. And I should still be able to give off the impression that I'm a successful man. Because I am a successful man, damn it. I've plied my trade in the media industry. I am the number one heard sports radio and radio personality daily in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, okay? Mm. Nobody's heard more than me on these airwaves, no matter what genre of radio you're talking about or TV. And I, I am successful despite the fact that I dress in Adidas basketball pants every day. I hate suits, and I don't know if your profession which my profession has allowed, and say Eric Spolster's profession, Greg Popovich's profession has allowed, where you can dress down, you can dress casual, has allowed that. Why in God's name would you ever want to go back to a suit? There ever. are situations where men should wear suits more frequently than not. Draft lottery is definitely a scenario that a man should wear a suit. Yeah, but they're talking about on the sideline. When these guys are coaching, yeah, and, and so where my mind goes is 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 show your face, right? If you're one of these guys, come out, yeah, in public because, because I actually think you're probably a nerd. Yeah, and, and what's wrong with the nerd? Yeah, there's nothing wrong per Who se. Wants to with go the back nerd. to wearing a suit if you didn't have to wear a suit. But, I would love to see a bunch of basketball players courtside wearing suits. You know, uh, uh, that ship and is coaches, a couple of suspects. And coaches. Looking at the active NBA coaches, there's a couple of suspects that that stand out. You know, it's not Spo, by the way, because he it's uh, not he rocks a polo better than anybody in the NBA. Oh, those arms, Spo's arms yeah. are. And he looks he looks great he in quarter zip. Yoked he does, up, he does, dude. He does, he oh does. yeah, you're right. He does. I like quarter zips. I love quarter zips. Oh, what do yeah. Quinn Snyder? I feel like is a suspect. Oh, uh, Quinn Snyder, I think is absolutely a suspect. I'm gonna go Michael Malone. I, you, Mike, know, you think Mike Malone? It's a bold one there. I don't know. I think he's a man's man. I think he likes a good polo. God, there are some guys on here. Billy Donovan? Question mark to me. Ooh, we should ask Matt McCall. Yeah, we should ask Matt <laughs> Actually, McCall. Actually, uh, just see if he's available real quick. Rick Carlisle uh, definitely was one of the guys. Oh, Rick Carlisle definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess he is a suit guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just text Matt McCall, say we need him for for thirty seconds. Just need to ask him if Billy Donovan, Matt McCall, our college basketball insider here on Ken Levick Alive, 
Uh, he was an assistant under Billy Donovan at Florida, was the director of basketball ops for the back-to-back Gators uh, National Championships. Um, we just need to know if Billy Donovan's suit guy or polo guy. I feel like he would be suit. My money's on suit. See, I don't know. I think Billy Donovan appreciates the feel of a good cotton polo. <laughs> okay. Um, men, especially. Men. Uh, are you a fan of wearing suits? Because I say down with suits. Jeanette says suits. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Or you are. Um, the, <laughs> the, uh, There's men, different ways right, to say yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. That didn't come out real well. Uh, men, are you a fan of wearing suits? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Perhaps by 2 o'clock we find out if Billy Donovan is a suit guy or a polo guy. God, this show. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Ah, you know what sounds good? Heading down south on Brightline, gobrightline.com, free Brightline app. Hitting up that home runner train, going to see the Miami Marlins. Stations West Palm, Boca, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. You take the ride share from Miami Central Station. You head to Lone Depot Park. You watch the Marlins, and you head back after the game ends to catch the home runner train back home. That premium seating, drink snacks on the train, drink snacks at the station. Gotta love it. It's the stress-free way to travel through South Florida. And then, of course, Eastern Conference Finals going down to see the Heat and the Celtics. Take that buzzer beater train. That's a two-walk block from Miami, uh, two-block walk, I should say, from Miami Central Station. Can't beat it. Let's go Brightline and the free Brightline app. Get your passes. Get locked up now. Speaking of the Marlins Stone, it's a good time to go see them. Damn right it is. Knock it out of the park this season with the Miami Marlins. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options, folks. You can get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in things like priority seating, save on food and merchandise, get access to exclusive member events as well. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There'll be promos, giveaways, all that stuff all season long. Not to mention the players, my favorite, Jazz Chisholm, Ken's favorite, Sandy Alcantara. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. Again, Zach Lowe, ESPN, reporting last night from the NBA Draft Lottery that there are a number of NBA coaches who floated the idea of wearing suits again on the sideline and leaving the casual era of NBA coaching attire. And joining us now is a man. He is our Billy Donovan insider here on Ken LaVica Live. He served under Coach Donovan two different stints at the University of Florida, former head basketball coach at Chattanooga, and at UMass, former assistant at FAU, Matt McCall with us here on Ken LaVica Live. Uh, Coach McCall, Billy Donovan, do you think he is one of those coaches who is floating wearing a suit once again on an NBA sideline? Wow, I had no idea what I was being brought on air to talk about. I could only imagine. I didn't know if we were going to talk about draft lottery, what are the Bulls picking. They really don't have a pick. Where are they at? Coach Donovan, Doc Rivers getting fired, like like Monty Williams. 
I had no idea <laughs> what you guys were bringing me on the air to talk about. Important business. And you're bringing me on the air to talk about NBA coaches and being back in suit. Yeah. And I can assure you, and this has never come out of his mouth to me, Coach Donovan is not one of the coaches <laughs> that's pushing that. All right. Okay. All right. I can assure you. Because we thought maybe like He likes a- the casual. He likes the – Listen, guys, there's something – when you're a coach, there's something about not having to wear a coat while you're out there trying to call ball plays yep. and timeouts. And the, there's something about not having to I – was, I was with some guys today, and we were actually talking about this subject. And I don't think my jacket in the seven years that I was a head coach ever made it out of the locker room at halftime. Ever. Because it's cumbersome. Gotta, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to move. You gotta move your arms. You gotta call some ball plays. And <laughs> when you have that coat on, it's man, it's hard to do. Right. It is really hard to do. So my, I always tried to keep my jacket on for the first half, but my jacket never made it out of the locker room at halftime. Once I went into halftime and hung it on a rack, that was it. Yeah, that was it. So suits suck. If you go back though, if you go back to when Coach Donovan was the head coach at Florida, his jacket came off before the ball was thrown up in the <laughs> air. I w- when, I was a man- when I was a student manager and I, w- I would sit in that first seat behind his seat on the bench, he would come out of the locker room, he'd shake the opposing coach's hands, he'd shake the referee's hands, he would take his jacket off, he would hand it to me, and I would, hand- I would hang it on the back of that chair, and then I was the guy that was supposed to hang that back in the locker room at the halftime. That was it. So I can assure you guys, <laughs> it's not Billy Donovan that wants to go back to suits. Uh, we were just trying to think of some suspects here. Like a Quinn Snyder came to mind. You think a Quinn Snyder, he's one of those trying to push back in, uh, getting into suits on the sideline? Uh, I don't know. You know, he's kind of got the fancy look. He a lot of times he doesn't. It doesn't look like he has the the logo on his shirt. In the game, yeah, right? He's, yeah. he's, it doesn't look like he's got the Hawks logo on. Uh, he's a guy that may be pushing for it. Yeah. Maybe he is. Um, but I, I, know, I know one guy that's not. And that's Billy <laughs> that's, that's, that's That's my mentor and my former boss. He is not a guy that's pushing for that. I could be totally wrong, but knowing him and knowing how quick that jacket came off in college and the only reason he kept it on in the NBA is because it was a requirement. If you took the jacket off during a game in the NBA, you got fined. So that's the only reason his tenure with the Thunder, his tenure with the Bulls, that he kept that jacket on. But I can assure you, man, how fast that thing came off in in college, he's not the guy that's pushing for this. Well, uh, Coach McCall, uh, we do appreciate the the insight. Uh, I know that – I know it feels like on its face. Boy, what a waste of my time. But trust me when I tell you, you played an integral Hold on, part. Ken, were on the you success. the guy that thought you thought you thought Billy D was the suit guy? You, no, you thought he was pushing for it? I didn't think he was. Stone brought we were talking about suspects and Billy D's name came up, and then I immediately said, No, 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 no. I don't think Billy D because Billy D's also in shape. You, you're in shape. Nobody, if they have a chance to wear a polo where they can show off the biceps a little bit, is putting a suit on in a setting <laughs> like that. And wearing suits just sucks. It's cumbersome, it's hot, it takes a long time. I don't think Billy D's that guy. So I thought Billy D was a polo guy the entire time. Listen, Ken, the, the, you know, this whole year of doing television, they made me put the suit oh. back on. I like dressing nice at times. I think there's a time and a place to dress nice. 
I have no problem with it. But, man, I was walking to those arenas in that suit on. I was like, man, I just wish I could get a polo that said NBC Sports on it so I could sit there in a polo. I, That's I, I right. would love that. That's right. I, 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 I mean, would love that. I, they was, I'm sure you felt great envy when you saw me in my uh, my quarter zip uh, pullover, <laughs> my FAU pullover every time that, uh, that that you saw me at uh, at FAU Arena. So th- that's the That's lifestyle. exactly right. But yeah. when I would jump on ESPN Plus, they made me wear a suit. Yep. I just wish I had your outfit on. Okay? <laughs> I wanted to come over. You look a lot more comfortable. Uh, you're able to call the game better when you're in a polo uh, or a quarter zip, I'm right? You're that. able to. You're able to. You have a better call than uh, if you had a suit on. Coach, I completely agree with that. Uh, appreciate you, Coach McCall. We'll catch up soon. Okay. Sounds great, guys. Always a pleasure. That is the coach, Matt McCall, our college basketball insider here on Ken LeVick Alive, giving us pertinent, extremely important insight on whether or not Billy Donovan is a suit guy or a polo guy. I bet there was there has to be something to being a little more confident, though, in your talent and your skills when you look that good <laughs> in a suit, though. Save it for a big event. When you're working, it's polo time. Is Bring, that fair? Your suit's for wedding, though, right? Like, like No dispute there. Oh, my God. I would get killed if I didn't wear a suit to a wedding. You pull the up boss. In a V-neck. Yeah, the boss. Yeah, the boss at home would. Uh, <laughs> she would not allow me to get away with that. I only have so much power. Let's be. Let's not be crazy, okay? Uh, you know who does wear a suit because he does dress for success because he knows what success is because he has so many happy happy people that leave his office because he's done such a great job. He is esteemed in the community. He has earned a reputation as being one of the finest at what he does. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, the only deficiency in his life is the fact he's a Knicks fan. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Dr. Goldhaber, don't feel that sorry. But if you have ear problems, nose problems, throat issues, you're a chronic snorer, Dr. Neil Goldhaber is your guy. Goldhabersinus.com, don't hold it against him, he's a Knicks fan. Goldhabersinus.com, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Get your consultation now with Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Decades of success stories, not just decades of experience, Experience, decades of success stories serving those in this area based out of Boynton Beach do not live in discomfort. So many people just it just sort of survive and sort of just exist with ear issues, nose pain, throat problems. You don't have to. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. It is game one tonight. Heat and Celtics. We have, before the season starts, before the series starts, we need to do something to officially allow it to kick off. We'll do that next. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, Brightline, the best way to skip traffic into the biggest events in South Florida, your favorite sporting events this weekend. Celebrate 305 weekend. Dolly with Brightline and save on your next fairs Friday through Sunday. $5 kids fairs, $10 adults, smart fairs between all Brightline stations, West Palm, Boca, Fort Lauderdale, Aventura, and Miami. Book your fair. Relax along the way with Brightline's modern lounges, complimentary Wi-Fi, curated food and beverage options and of course you can fuel up before the fun with a bite at merry merry bar plus in-station activations by the marlins live music pop-ups and a whole lot of other surprises five dollar kids fairs ten dollar adult smart fairs this 305 weekend on the bright line do not miss it take advantage book now 305 weekend brightline.com or the brightline app go brightline.com or the free brightline app game one heat 
Celtics tonight. TD Garden, Eastern Conference Finals, third time in four years. These two teams go at it with the right to play in the NBA Finals. One through five, one not nervous, five very nervous. Jeanette, where are you at right now? A one. Confident. Stone? Five. I'm a two. I think think from this point, uh, from this, this point forward, Anything extra the Heat get is gravy. That's the approach I'm taking. That's they, weak. They have accomplished incredible things. Uh, they have incomp- accomplished incredible things. I, I, I mean, in the moment, I'm going to... Wa- I didn't know Ken was a moral victory guy. No, no, no I'm not a moral what? victory a participation guy. trophy? You're giving him a two? I think they're just going to ball out. I'm not, not... I think they're ready for this. They have rested. They are ready to you know, go. You want to know what makes me feel good? Spo versus Missoula. Mm, yeah, for sure. You know what doesn't make me feel good? Jason Tatum. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what makes me feel good? Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I, I have nothing left for the Celtics. Yeah, whatever. Um, but what we have to do so the series can properly get underway, if you recall, Jeanette, uh, the team that the Heat played in the second round, the Knicks, yeah, they, were, they were dispatched in six. Bing bong. We have to formally retire the respectful New York songs that we offered Big Applers during that series. If we could, Stone... How about a little a little Jay-Z? Why don't we retire Jay-Z and Alicia Keys? Can we sing along? Is it or the song? Oh. That one sounds like it hurts. And that one. That one's now been put in the rafters. Now, we retire with the Knicks demise, old blue eyes himself, Frankie Sinatra. Start spreading the news. Today, I want to be part of it. New York, New York. Oh man, it never gets old. So long, Frank. The Knicks are done. So now, in the same vein, like we offered a gift to New Yorkers, we're going to offer a gift to Bostonites. A sign of our respect for you, your community, and your basketball team before a hard-fought basketball series in the Eastern Conference Finals. Boston fans, listen as we regale you with one of your favorite bands, the homegrown Dropkick Murphys. Let's go ahead and hear from them. And, and Boston fans, we're not done yet, though. A band so fine that it has the name of your beloved city. Time now for Boston and more than a feeling. Oh. 
Hey, Boston, you suck. Go heat. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.